ஆமாவில் Today I'll be in conversation with Subram Natarajan he is the chief technology officer at IBM India South Asia and is a veteran at helping businesses drive greater productivity increase profits and improve customer satisfaction he is a recognized change agent and a tech evangelist who has helped countless firms solve problems innovatively Welcome Subram Natarajan thank you so much for joining us on this launch episode of the Nonard Cloud podcast Hey Dharmesh thank you glad to be here Subram you have had a long standing love affair with IBM having worked there for 21 years and counting what makes going to work so special what drives you <laughs> It's a it's a good question uh, Dharmesh yeah it has been a, a long standing love affair What drives me personally is the unique opportunities that exist within IBM to help our customers uh succeed in their business pursuits as they aspire to become best in what they do to be in the middle of addressing customer requirements through a creative technology solution and I think that is the key ingredient in this love affair if you add to that the environment that IBM has For example in my 20 plus years of uh, tenure with IBM I've had the opportunity to be in development team technical sales business management program management etc I think this this tenure is best explained through one of our core beliefs innovation that matters to our customers and to the society so this helps with the right alignment of uh, values my skills and uh, the the strengths that uh, both myself as well as my colleagues bring to our customers i think the success magic that happens as a result of uh, all this amalgamation i would say is uh, somewhat unique and more than that it's addictive that is what drives me that's amazing subram i'm sure you bring infectious energy to your team and the workplace in general Let's get talking about cloud computing starting with the basics for the benefit of our listeners Subram could you break down what cloud computing actually means what does it comprise of Sure Dhamesh see cloud as a matter of foundational IT technology allows one to consume IT as a service whether it is at the infrastructure level or platform level or software or business process level IT services from a cloud will be much like uh, the utility similar to that of a power or water that we consume in our respective houses in a public cloud all the it resources are centrally pooled and shared and provisioned for consumption by many customers companies as well as individuals in a private cloud context the resources are somewhat captive within the company and therefore private see hybrid is a combination of both provisioning and utilization of resources and services will happen seamlessly across both public and private and and therefore users wouldn't be able to differentiate where the actual resources reside 
if you take modern environments that are especially underscored by the aftermath of covid you know many organizations are feeling the digital presence is an absolute must and in the digital world the notion of uh, scaling in volume and providing uh, more personal experiences by leveraging technology like automation or even reduction of cost have sort of become the vital i would say existential aspects and in many ways hybrid cloud provides these things therefore for any organization to sustain and successfully differentiate from their peers hybrid cloud has become sort of essential so the fact of the matter is that almost 90% of the enterprises already have cloud in some form or the other but the most important point to note is that about 58% are wanting to have a clearer hybrid cloud strategy and because they realize that is the right balance that will help them achieve the optimum results in terms of business operations and innovation absolutely subram you're so right when you say that in today's climate it has become essential to leverage the cost savings and economics of scale offered by cloud technologies and that too to sustain on an always on business can you give us a sense of the kind of organizations that can benefit from embracing cloud services and share some particular industry use cases as such sure uh, see cloud as a technology has been existing for a decade now we started off with uh, you know um, uh, working on the infrastructure portion and then we worked our way up see the uniqueness of the technology is uh, pretty much companies across the board can benefit from adopting technology if we consider legacy companies they stand to benefit from deriving cost advantage by embracing hybrid cloud if you take startups they will gain the advantage of faster time to market or even with minimum capex investment in their it development they will be able to provide their offering similarly you know cloud also benefits companies across all sectors because it becomes a key technology to to help them differentiate among their peers by adding you know value added uh, products and services to their end customers see the impacted business area may differ but everyone stands to benefit even as consumers you and i we stand to benefit from cloud deployments cloud makes several of the services that we consume ubiquitous be it shopping banking citizen services working from home etc cloud makes all of these much more easy than before Yes for sure all of our lives are impacted by cloud whether we realize it or not it is soon becoming the backbone of so many industries so bram you have been at the cutting edge of cloud computing for like two decades and still counting how do you continue to stay current in terms of knowledge any specific books that you can recommend for our listeners definitely i mean lots of reading talking with practitioners and above all interacting with our customers who have keen interest in adopting cloud i do read a lot of books the list of books that i read uh, keep changing because as you can imagine there are plenty of books that come every day recently i read a book on um, architecting the cloud by michael carvis talks about the cloud models both from a computing and service delivery angles Another book recently that I read is uh, the O'Reilly publication Infrastructure as a Code by Keith Morris. Somewhat technical but this book deals with how one can really look at their systems hardware into more of a programmable entities which are which are essentially the flexible um, you know components of a cloud environment. 
so you know i keep reading all of these things and some of them are light some of them are a little bit technical but i think that's uh, that's definitely an easy way to stay current thank you for such a great set of recommendations subram architecting the cloud by michael cavis and infrastructure as a code by keith morris it surely adds to my reading list now let's focus on the total cost of ownership tco interestingly a recent gartner research report states that for 46% of businesses improving tco is their primary objective and tco is of course a complex number that takes into consideration a number of business benefits that contribute to the overall cost can you tell us a little more what are those business benefits that cloud delivers yeah see the benefits of um, hybrid cloud are immense i mean some of the areas that you just mentioned associated with uh, cost or faster time to market now, everywhere you look today businesses and organizations have an acute need for such kind of uh, you know high impact business benefits whether it is um, uh, flexibility and nimbleness to their business continuously innovating to make sure that you they stand out from the rest of the crowd speed to the market on all of these things hybrid cloud delivers in fact clients find that choosing hybrid cloud approach is about two and a half times more valuable than relying on public cloud alone uh, the benefits are across many areas adarmesh business value creation it could be developer productivity especially in an india market where there is a lot of development houses this matter are lost and then infrastructure cost efficiency cost of regulatory compliance and security activities we all know that only 20% of the workloads have moved to cloud so the remaining 80% presents an excellent opportunity for our customers uh, to realize the benefits in multifolds okay so moving to cloud can help you cut down on infra cost and gives you the required flexibility and you use saas with a pay as you go payment structures can you talk a little more about use cases that are specific to private and public cloud and how does one go about choosing the right option to suit their needs yeah absolutely see uh, i think the best way to look at this is you know in a pre cloud era almost all solutions were implemented within the premise of the organization right so what cloud does is to host some of these commonly used business functions i would say that are fairly independent and offer them as a pay as you consume services more of a utility model much like the the power and uh, uh, water example i was giving uh, so take for example payroll processing it is a common business function across many organization and that can be consumed as a service during a certain period of month so the nature of this function is a periodic consumption of service rather than 24 by 7 cloud consumption in this particular example is referred more as a saas software as a service that is more driven by the nature of the use case um, or a business function in some cases there may be concerns around the data security and privacy that may prevent the organization from moving the workload to public cloud say particularly the applications that are dealing with highly sensitive data such as medical records or personal and confidential information including financial information so it becomes difficult for an organization to really put all of the data on cloud because there may be concerns around the security that is offered by the uh, cloud provider and therefore the organization may choose to retain the application on on premise see where the business case permits 
and where there is a business function that are fairly independent and can be serviced through cloud it makes perfect sense to construct the entire solution on public cloud but the reality is the combination of all of these will be there in every organization there will be portions of business function that will be retained on prem and there will be some functions that will be consumed from public cloud see this is the classic definition of a hybrid cloud and in our view this will be the future for many organizations for years to come thanks subram for clarifying for our no nerd cloud listeners the difference between public private and hybrid cloud and while hybrid is certainly the future offering best of both the worlds to our decision makers and access to cloud will become as ubiquitous as accessing power and water i was reading somewhere that 60% of the companies are worried about privacy security and compliance in the context of cloud adoption now here i would like to ask you what should business owners keep in mind while choosing the right partner for their cloud journey yeah i mean see the, you, the areas you mentioned about privacy regulation security are all becoming sort of front and center in a cloud decision you know if i were to look back uh, when i look at different customers who have had varying degrees of success uh you know that there is definitely some lessons learned from those journeys when we rush to adopt cloud the common choice one makes is to kind of uh, try and make what i call as an equivalency both in terms of the feature functions and in terms of configuration of uh, the, the resources for example if i have a certain number of infrastructure on prem then the tendency is to create the equivalent capacity on cloud but the cloud operating model is entirely different it is pinned on the principles of pay as you use and that to in a shared environment that is what gives the cost arbitrage one is looking for so i have seen organizations make similar equivalency based choices and those specifically in the areas of policy security frameworks even in the case of management and monitoring principles those don't necessarily work in fact i would argue that adds to the complexity and sometimes lead to suboptimal returns the second aspect i want to uh, talk about is and that is often overlooked is the comprehensiveness of the tco uh, it, it is a fact that cloud based architecture allows converting capex more to an opex flow but the comparisons tend to miss out uh, on uh, network costs costs of moving data in and out of the cloud year to year escalations of the cost of infra as well as software all of these things need to be taken into consideration when one is uh, looking at a tco the third point is the choice of cloud technology and vendor you know in many cases in a haste to move to cloud customers tend to choose a technology that may sometimes bind them in what we call as a vendor lock in in these days of modern technology open framework is the mantra and container based platforms tools that that gives customers control back and customer regarding the choice of cloud destination all of them the decisions should reside with the customer and therefore uh, it's a well established fact uh, at least now uh, that open architectures allow for rapid innovation so in my view all these are much ingredient in the world where customers are demanding deep differentiation i mean of course you made a point about the partnership and uh, the choice of right partner to undertake the cloud transformation is also very important more often than not cloud transformation uh, uh, is a journey 
and more particularly for legacy organizations and therefore you need to have the right partner by your wings to who have the right kind of skills capabilities experiences who could take you through this entire journey seamlessly choice of wrong partner can lead to frustrations and and sometimes cloud may not give the right kind of benefit that one is set out for Okay so you are telling us that businesses need to be careful while choosing the right cloud technology solution and some thought has to be given to flexible arrangements that work for the customer so can you talk a little about why finding the right partner is so important yeah absolutely i mean this is where the sense of agile development comes in right it's also very important to follow the agile development while undertaking a cloud project uh, short sprint based delivery and this will allow organizations to realize business benefits much more quickly in a matter of months rather than years right as against the waterfall model therefore organizations undertaking cloud transformation should focus on agile development and deployment this will allow them to kind of develop fast fail fast uh, regroup fast and then and then eventually succeed by nature uh cloud service based solution development take much shorter duration because most of the components in the solution are already developed so it's more like uh, uh putting lego blocks in, in in place to really construct the final solution so therefore the development and deployment of cloud solutions in order to realize the business uh, benefits and impact can happen in a matter of weeks uh, as against the uh, the years uh and and much longer duration as in the waterfall model of course we have talked about how it is important to evaluate your business requirements and choose the right tech partner for taking on this cloud journey and deriving the full benefits can you talk a little about how customers can get started on cloud projects and what should be their strategy yeah see as you start planning your your cloud journey you know what ibm does is allows the customers to think or undertake this journey in sort of a methodical steps uh, we call this as a journey to hybrid cloud and if we were to kind of summarize this it comprises of four distinct functions uh, and sometimes they are executed in sequence but not necessarily first is more to do with an advice step the intent is to kind of develop a cloud strategy based on the uh, business goals and arrive at a blueprint of how the actual movement to cloud can happen I mean this is generally done through our garage method and uh, you know this has proven far too useful as you start putting together a plan that requires input from multiple stakeholders within a within an organization the second step is the move step having known how the end state will look like what steps does one need to really take to move to to the target end state from status quo whether it is migration of on prem uh, dedicated bare metal virtual environment so all of these things come into play in really defining what specific steps need to be done the third step is to build you know when a customer kind of decides to build new applications do away with the old one and build new one uh, in a cloud native architecture you know it could be because of replacing an aged application or standing up a new set of products and services so we advise customers to follow cloud native principles in the build and help them build these applications also last it is not only enough if you build all of the 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 cloud applications and environment you also need to be able to run them this is what we call as a managed phase of cloud when building a cloud you know you need to also think of the day two operations they are equally critical 
the ability to manage multiple clouds, automatically provision them, move resources, plan for agile development and frequent releases are all part of this cloud management, which gives the customer uh, more or less the control back in main, making sure uh, the whole compute environment is, uh, is not only built, but also managed in a cloud native manner. So this is what IBM brings to the table, sort of a methodical way of uh, starting the journey and taking the entire uh, journey with, with uh, you know, a lot of accelerators that we have created over a period of uh, years with other customers. Those are some great tips before getting started, Subram. Agile development is certainly the way to go. And can you talk a little about the IBM approach when it comes to this transformative journey? So advise, build, move, manage. Those are the four pillars that actually define the IBM Agile methodology or the garage approach to running successful and scalable cloud initiatives. Before we wrap up the first episode of No Nerd Cloud, I just want to ask you that how you are adapting to working from home any tips for our listeners on how you are staying productive? Yeah, I mean, working from home has become the new normal now, right? And it's probably going to be the same case for some time to come. I think the best way is to get into a discipline of work as if you are in your office, right? This means having a dedicated space, prescribed, uh, you know, work times and taking frequent breaks you know, and even dressing up as if you're going to the office, right? So another important factor is the need to draw a line between the work and home because physically you are at home, that line tend to blur. There is no physical separation. So you tend to carry, you know, one into the other. So we should avoid it. I mean, those are the two tips I can give and, and that has proven useful for me. So I'm sure it does for many others as well. These are all great tips, Subram. I'm sure our listeners would appreciate hearing from someone as busy as yourself on how to make the best of working from home. Thank you so much for such an insightful conversation on cloud basics and getting started on cloud. Thank you, Darmesh. This brings us to the end of the first episode of the No Nerd Cloud podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Make sure you tune in to another episode where I'll be conversing with another leader from IBM to inspire decision makers to get started on leveraging the power of cloud. This is me, Dharmesh Waya, signing off. Goodbye. Avas.com.